Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Just Films and That. This is the podcast that celebrates films that we think might be underrated, underappreciated, or we perhaps just wanted to talk about them. I'm the host for this week, Josh Hallam, and I'm joined as ever by Alice Oliver. Alice Oliver, say hello to the lovely people at home. Hello there, lovely people at home. How are you today, Josh? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Always excited to talk about films, so I've come to the right Always. place. Yeah, it's just, it's one of the places to do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you rocking the bandana there. Yeah, I know. You know, my hair's just getting a bit unruly. I've got to keep it up my beautiful face, you know, so everyone yeah, can see that's me. It. It's a that's podcast, what... so you can't see me, but in the um... social media photos, you'll be getting a lovely treat, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and we've always said the key to good audio was keeping your hair out of your face. Oh, exactly, exactly. Number one rule. <laughs> uh, anyway, so speaking of rocking the bandana, segueing in seamlessly. That's perfect, to, yeah. To our perfect. guest. We are joined by our very good friend, Harris, who is from Three From Above. Harris, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, very good, very good. So, um, you are from the band Three From Above, which I believe is a film reference. Am I right? You are correct, yes. Alice, do you know what it's from? Nah, no idea. Is that bad? Is it like not, not obvious as well? If it's not, if it's not Grease 2 or Speed 2, you won't get it, will you? Don't so know, yeah. I mean, it sounds... <laughs> It sounds warlike. It's like three from above. Are we getting now, attacked now, from above or something? And now extrapolate, extrapolate that out. The word wars too. Think no. of the most famous wars in films. The First World War and the Second World War. Not real wars. Not real wars. <laughs> Think of the most famous fake wars. Oh, the Star Wars. Yeah, of course. There we go. <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. So it's from one of the films, I take it. Is it a quote? Very true. Yes. So basically, it's pretty much a throwaway line. It's not even like really important. It's it's so insignificant. But uh, I, I think it was me and um, Tom, the singer, we were at a party and we just decided to start band. Oh, that's right. We got asked to play a gig, even though <laughs> it was just asked me and Tom. And then uh, uh, we weren't a band. We weren't actually a thing. So we just had to just come up with all these these ideas within like two weeks. So it's actually come up with a set list and to figure out what genre we are. And then we thought, well, we probably should do a band name, really, shouldn't we? So, uh, And then... Being that we're all huge Star Wars fanatics, we just decided what could we be? There's three of us in this band. And then I don't know why it is three from above. There's no sort of uh, biblical reference to it or anything. There's nothing like anything like that. It just felt right. It, you know, at 2 a.m. when you're 
smashed on. The <laughs> oh, there you go. Which which Star Wars film is it from? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, that's the the is that the third lot of the original three from the good ones. The, only <laughs> the third good of the good ones. <laughs> the third of the good ones. Yes. I think I'd okay. put it up there as my fourth favorite. Yeah. Of, of all nine films, maybe yeah. fifth actually, but Ooh, it's my least favorite of the original trilogy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. I'll and I that. do. I have a soft spot for Revenge of the Sith because, as a kid, when it came out, and I yeah. do like Force Awakens, even though it's just fan service. Yeah. 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 The other two sequels, nah, less said about them. The better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do not speak. Uh, of those. <laughs> we we do not. We do not. Um, anyway, we will move on to the random question, Harris. We always start with a completely random question. I'll come to add this first so that she. Can answer it, Alice. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite word? Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Okay. Well, I do. I actually like all the swear words, so I will be keeping it clean. You, do. you are potty um, mouth, don't you? I know. I know. Filthy. Um, <laughs> the one, the one that I really can't stand and that just makes my toes curl is holly bobs. Like when people say they're going on their holly bobs when they're going on holiday. I just want to, like, I want to vomit and then Why? kick them in the face. And, oh, my God. It's what's, just... What's wrong oh, with you? I can't stand it. I can't stand it when adults, like, dumb down words. And it's like, oh, go in on your holly bobs. It's like, I'm not four years old. Like, you prefer, you, you, prefer ho- you prefer Holly Robert. Holly Robert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> formal. Keep it formal, all right? <laughs> but, yeah, can't stand holly bobs. That's probably my least favourite, but I'm sure if I thought about it, there'd be loads. Uh, what about you, Josh? What's your least favourite word? Oh, I, t- I mean, aside from all the obvious horrible words that people use and they shouldn't, um, I don't know. Thinking, uh, going down the same line of thought as you, I really don't like hun. Oh, yeah, I'm not a hun fan. I yeah, don't like hun. I don't like, you know, it's like, hi, uh, don't, I don't mind, you know, I don't know, darling. Yeah, love, sweet, babe. Love, love. <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah, mate, love. Um <laughs> Although I have had people get arsy with me, like you know, have you ever put like worked in a shop or a restaurant, or whatever? And you're like, "Hey, mate," and they, go, they literally will go, "Not your mate." You're like, "All right, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, sorry, sorry, sir." Like, what do yeah. you want me to? What yeah. do you want me to say? Hello, random stranger. Yeah, hello, service user. Like, <laughs> when I used to work at a restaurant, um, uh, when I was in Liverpool, uh, there was a time when. I remember these these guys come in and I was a little bit tired. I was a bit like tiny bit hungover. And um, I just remember going up to them and was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't believe I'm saying this. Um, um, oh, so professional of me. Um, yeah, uh, you guys here for some scram there, la, or something like that. Yeah. I didn't even say it, but it just rolled out. And it's like, I just totally forgot my professional etiquette of like, you know, <laughs> on. And I just thought, Oh yeah, and then I just didn't think about it. For those for those who who don't know the Liverpool dialect, uh, are you here for some scranla? Uh, formalized is hello, sir. Would you like some food? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Harris? Is there any particular words you hate? Well, there was a word that I've been using because I I because I'm t- teaching at the minute, and I, I'm we try and embed English quite a lot. And there was one word that I tried to embed in some of the um, so I teach music, and then there's uh, there's one word that I try to use quite a lot in compositional stuff and it's uh it's thematic i just don't i just don't like saying it thematic yeah i don't know what it is i know it's it's a nice definition and it's a night i just i don't know there's just something about it i just don't like interesting i I try not to yeah i know i never really thought about it until like it's 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 just one of those things so i um yeah that's that's a word i do not like 
Okay, so we'll move on to talking about this week's film then, which is Independence Day from 1996. So spoiler one is if you're one of the three people in the world who hasn't seen Independence Day. <laughs> um, Harris, you've picked this one. I'm quite intrigued as to why you picked it. So, so tell the people who don't know what Independence Day is about in 20 seconds or so, and then why did you pick it? Uh, it is a cheesy 90s um, absolute action thriller no, not thriller. It's a uh, yeah, '90s cheese. Basically, um, <laughs> aliens can try and take over the world, and um, we win. And uh, why we chose it because it's so uh, entertaining. It's quite messy. It's uh, <laughs> it's just so like so fun. It's like mm. patriotic, but quite fun. Mm. Uh, and I don't know. It just kind of always reminds me of like summer. Like yeah. So so in terms of. Um... Why you picked it? I mean, let's be honest. Independence Day isn't underseen. I don't think many people can say it's underseen. Would you say it's underrated, or is it just is it just you just want to talk about Independence Day? I think yeah. I think it's more um, because when you start to delve into it more, you start to find out. Like you know, when you sort of learn about like the continuity of of yeah. certain, like Star Wars. And there's such a big world there, and there's so much you can take from it, or any, anything like that. Any sort of uh, cult followings these films have. With Independence Day, I just felt like it was never there. And I really think it deserved it because <laughs> it was just, it was so daft. It really, really was. Yeah. And it was, but I, it was so entertaining. And again, I just think there's so many levels of like, um, there's just so many things going on. And yeah. I just, I know they did the second film, which I won't talk about. And um, yeah, I just felt like it deserved a bit of attention. So I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen the second one. I, oh, no, um, I I've never, I've, I've never got round to watching it. I think, and and that's not for any particular reason. I've just, I've just, it's just never appealed to me mm-hmm. to 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 take the time, especially because you know it's probably going to be clocking up towards three hours. Uh, yeah, and and the last half an hour would be a big CGI blob fest where you don't know what a building is and you don't know what a person is. And anyway, we won't get started down that road. However. I have seen the first one. Of all the films we have ever done, I think this is the least amount of prep I've ever had to do because I have what I have did rewatch it, but I've seen it so many times. Yeah, yeah. So many times because I have I do have a soft spot for this film for all the reasons you've mentioned there. It's cheesy, it's 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 daft, but it's good fun. Alice, had you seen this one before? I have seen it before, but not since I was quite young. So I do remember watching it like a few times probably when it came out and then for a little bit after, but I probably haven't seen it since I was about like 14, 15. So I haven't got to see it as an adult or, you know, with the brain and with the kind of analysis capabilities that I have now, shall we say. So I was interested (laughs) to go back and see it because in my mind, I just remembered it as being like a silly sort of, but enjoyable, cheesy sci-fi action sort of thing where, yay, America saves the world. Um, But it was, I I feel like it was actually done really, really well. And it's a really very well told story with quite a strong script, which I just wasn't expecting. I thought it was going to be like massive exposition dumps all the way through. I thought maybe, you know, nuances and such in scripts and in character development just weren't going to be there. But it it was, it was just, but it's, Mm. you know, the overarching thing is, is quite, you know, it's big and it's daft and it's yay America. But there's a lot going on in there to actually bring that all together in quite a sophisticated way, I thought. And I think Mm. it was more sophisticated than I thought. And the fact that it was two and a half hours, like, didn't really bother me. Like, I felt like it it didn't really lose momentum 
all the way through. Like, obviously, it starts really, really strong, like with the aliens, like a lot, a lot of sort of a lot of horror film techniques. You know, the you see the spaceship sort of just as a shadow, like coming over the Earth, and like things start going wrong, like bit by bit, and you just feel this ominous presence coming towards the Earth. And then from that, it didn't really, it didn't drop too much in momentum all the way through. I thought. Um, well, anyway, I got, uh, got ahead of myself a little bit there. Yeah. Um, okay. So, right. like, Josh. Was this the first time you'd seen it in a while, or when you say you had to prep the least, do you watch this like every day? Like, is this your yeah, sort no, of Christmas it's, time it's, film? It's like, um, it's, yeah, it's like Memento or Groundhog Day. Like, I have like a, I, I can't remember Independence Day, and I watch it every day. Yeah, part of yeah. My routine. <laughs> no, it's no, I, I hadn't seen it for a while, but mm. it's one of those films where I just seen so many times as a kid. You know, we've talked about it before. You know, when you've got loads of videos and you watch the same videos over and over oh, again, yeah. and one of them was Star Wars, mm. and this was one of them as well, and. Yeah, so I'd seen it loads and loads. I probably hadn't watched it from start to finish for for ages, but I still I still remembered it. Um, I mean, I I think it's great. Mm. I I really enjoy I really enjoy Independence Day. But let's come to you first, Harris, because you picked it. So so let's break it down. What do you like about it? Um, I mean, for some of the reasons that Alice just said, then um, pretty, fundamentally, it's. It, I mean, we all know as it's it's just like a guilty pleasure, really. As yeah, you know. it's it's an absolute. As I say, it, the, the, there's so many layers to it than just affect, you know, the effects, even music as well. I can really appreciate some of the composition, the, the scoring to it. Like there's the bit where they're uh, they're doing the the, the uh, Morse code mm. bit, and then the motif change. It's a light motif, and they change to each different like um, the origin of uh, each country they're in, and it just. Mm. It's the little things like that that just like it just so belongs in the nineties. Like, and I think that's probably why um, the second one. I don't know. It, it tried to encapsulate some of that, and I just felt like it didn't quite deliver. It's an event film, isn't it? It's one of those films that comes out, and it's quite. It's not necessarily once in a generation thing, but they don't come around very often. But you think of the big event films. You've got things like Terminator Two. You've got Jurassic Park. You've got Independence Day. I'd probably say uh, even even something like Avatar. And it feels like it is everywhere for a summer or everywhere for a certain amount mm-hmm. of time. And then it and it, and then it leaves its mark on culture on the on society if you want. And th- this is for me. I mean, this is what blockbuster cinema is all about, isn't it? It's it's a spectacle. It's escapist. It's daft. I mean, there's things that we probably all got in our dislikes, but it's all things that we, which we'll come to that you look at and go, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's Independence Day. Um, so yeah, that for me, I completely agree with you there. It does. It is cheesy. It is layered, but it's good. I think. I think ultimately, it is great fun, isn't it? What do you reckon, Alice? Yeah, certainly. So the way they construct the story, I think, is really clever. And even though they use quite predictable methods they they do it quite well I, f- I felt a similar way you know in Jack Reacher where they're trying mm. to explain loads of information with lots of images and then other characters describing things there was some of that going on in here which means you you feel like the techniques they don't really feel tired and every time they do it it feels quite fresh and and the dialogue they use is all quite clever and stuff and it's really funny in places like there are some yeah. really really good moments of humor uh, the so the character development is something that I thought was really strong. Obviously, at the beginning of the film, it's like a, we need to ju- introduce all the main characters. So you know, we get to see the president, we get to know him. You you get to know a lot about people quite quickly. It's like oh, he's got a daughter. Oh, he's got a wife who's maybe a little bit out of town and he doesn't see all the time. You know, he 
he's going through a rough time sort of publicity-wise, like a lot of the newspapers are saying, oh, he's weak, he's old, he's frail, even though he's like, what, 35 years old or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, it's there's, a lot, there's a lot of characters, isn't there? There is a lot of characters. And they, and and they, they... all get a little bit of, a bit, of, bit of the pie. Absolutely. All, the, all our main ones, like David, who's, you know, Jeff Goldblum, who's just brilliant, um, Steve, mm. who's Will Smith, you know, and they mm. do a really good job of introducing them and of making you care about them really quickly, which I think is a real skill. And something I noticed with Will Smith's character as well, so Stephen, he, is, he isn't introduced until quite a bit later than everyone else. Like we sort of go around everyone and we go around them again a few times and then Will Smith comes in. So then I was wondering if they like, are they intentionally holding that back to be like, wait, it's Will Smith, you know, because he would have just been off the back of like Fresh Prince and stuff. I don't know, you know, what else he was doing that time or if this was his first big one. I mean, this, this was his big break. It I think. was, yeah. So yeah. that that all like felt quite exciting and stuff. Um, so I just thought that was that was all really clever and, and really well thought out. Um, what about you, Harris? Is that something that you sort of noticed from this? Absolutely. It's uh, no, I, to- I totally agree with that. It's uh, I felt like at the time as well, like um, sci-fi films, like in the nineties, mid nineties, were just. I mean, you had Stargate, and you had uh, you know, there's there's quite a lot of serious like Event Horizon and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I just felt like, like you just said, then there's there's comical sort of bits in it that just. You know, uh, as when you, especially when you get older as well, like you start to notice it a bit more. And you're like, ah, right, okay. And it, I think at the time, uh, I just didn't really. I just wanted to see the action. You know, the mm. alien ship come down, do the thing. And I think, um, and I, it's it's also interesting to see um, Jeff Goldblum in that uh, in that mm. stage, where like uh, Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park, he was quite serious, wasn't he? But a little also. He was a bit cheeky in uh, in Jurassic Park, whereas this one, he was just like, no, I'm dead serious. I'm going to, you know, I'm the computer guy. Yeah, and the recycling guy, <laughs> like the guy, like caring about the environment sort of thing. Yeah. I thought that was just a really interesting aspect because mm. I think the world at the time really knew Jeff Goldblum as something else. And it was, uh, I, I don't know, I just, I thought that was really interesting. Yet, also, you sort of personified that, that kind of uh, rock star-y sort of thing, which he had with Ian Malcolm a bit. And I always... Mm thought that really you know resonated quite well in the film throughout the film as well he's got so much charisma hasn't he jeff goldblum who um do, do you guys have a favorite character in this oh um uh, uh judd hirsch's character um yeah that's mine is that, dad. Is that russell no no, uh, no david's dad i can't actually remember oh, i can't actually remember is, is, yeah, is yeah, he actually yeah. named is, is it julius is he called julius he's quite i'd say he's probably like one of if not the emotional heart of the film 100% agree yeah so yeah I like him what about you Alice I reckon you're going to say you're going to say this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Will Smith. It is Will Smith, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just a big fan of him everywhere, anyway. And obviously I had the memory of him punching the alien and that's like quite an iconic part of it. And so you remember that. But the events that lead up to that are quite interesting as well. So he kind of watches one of his best friends get killed or at least one of his best friends at work and then obviously crashes down into, into the desert. And he starts like screaming at this alien like, ah, fuck you, how do you like that? And all this stuff. and. I think watching it as a kid and watching it a bit younger, you think of that as being a bit silly, but actually watching it now, that's him channeling his emotions, like from just watching mm. one of his mates die and him now crash landing in this place with an alien. And I think through that, you feel a lot of the gravity of the situation as well. Because up until that point, he's been so calm. Like when the sort of news first breaks about what's going on, his girlfriend, Jasmine, she starts freaking out a little bit and like, oh, should we evacuate? Should we get away? And Stephen's just like, no, th like there's totally nothing wrong, babe. Like, you just chill out. You go back in there. Look after your kid. Don't worry about it. Like, just trying to keep everyone, like, super, super chill. And then so when you see him lose it like that, it's just, it's quite an emotional moment. And you can totally understand where he's coming from. And then he punches the alien, which is obviously very funny. That's what I call a close encounter. You know, it's, it's really funny. And then when he's dragging the alien to the base in that scorching hot sun, and he's just shouting and talking to the alien and stuff. And it adds... It makes it funny, but not it like it doesn't feel ridiculous. I feel like in the wrong hands, that could have just come across as really silly and really ridiculous, but it doesn't. And it's just kind of really funny and it just works. But yeah, I'm a I'm a big Will Smith fan anyway. And I did I do think his character was pretty good. And he had quite a nice arc as well from start to finish, mm. like with his sort of diff not difficult relationship with Jasmine, but obviously the fact that she was a stripper, meant he couldn't become a space pilot whilst, like, he couldn't marry her and become a space pilot because apparently if you marry a stripper, that goes on your record so you can't become a space pilot. Don't really get that, but that, there we go. This is the world we live in. Um, so, yeah, I just thought he had a great, I thought he had a great two and a half hours. I, I totally agree. Like you just said then, actually, it's quite human, isn't it? Like, that sort of thing. What would you do in that situation where, oh, no, some aliens are here. Like, you sort of channel that inner sort of... I did have a question, actually. Now that you've brought it up, actually, Harris, what would you do 
if aliens landed, if what happens in Independence Day happened now, what do you think the best course of action is and why? Uh, I'd probably go to the top of the library building with a huge sign and go, like, yeah. take... No, I wouldn't really. Uh, <laughs> you'd be one of the guys. You'd be one of the guys who gets blown up straight away. I'd be, yeah, I'd be like, that come on. No, no. Um, I, um, I'm not too sure. I would mm. probably go somewhere. Um, I'd probably go to, like, the Lake District or something like that and yeah. just over... Just watch the whole thing unfold. Yeah, <laughs> just get a nice seat, right? Have a nice view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably would, yeah. It's ridiculous, but yeah, that's probably what I'd do. Sensible. Because I was thinking, because I, I was sort of thinking out loud as it was going on. I was like, so sh so these aliens have arrived, yeah? So we can assume that their technology and their capabilities are just way, way ahead of ours. So I feel like the best thing to do would be to just do nothing. You know, don't try and show any aggression and maybe hope that they just decimate a few of the cities and then go away. But then I suppose when he has the sort of tele telepathic moment with the president, the president sees that they've dis completely destroyed all these other planets, haven't they? They've completely eradicated them. So that's when he's like, nuke them. So that makes sense. But yeah, I feel like if, they, if it's aliens... Just do nothing. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. Just wait and see what's, what they're going to do. I don't know. <laughs> I, so you're watching the film, aren't you, thinking, who, which character would I be? And I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to say I was Jeff Goldblum. I'd love to say yeah. I was Will Smith. I'd love to say I was the president. Ultimately, the person I'd be is the guy who's stuck in traffic and just gets blown up halfway through. Gets blown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, just on the phone, trying to get through to his, trying thera to trying to, trying to get through to his therapist. I'd be the guy who, like, you know, at the very start, you know, where you, like, falls over the golf balls and goes, oh, <laughs> the golf balls. What are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just start being so insignificant, you know, and just pick up a piece of paper and, oh, aliens are coming, by the way. You know. So. How do you guys think this is aged? Because I was watching it thinking, and apart from the odd bit, I think it's aged pretty well. I don't think there's much that... that, that I think it's fine. The, yeah. There's the, there's the odd think. bit when they actually go on the spaceship where there are aliens in, like, formation. Yeah. And it looks a bit like yeah. a PS1 game. But other yeah. than that, it's pretty, like... It, like, the effects are still pretty good, I think. Um, I think so, yeah. I think it's uh, the detail was was pretty good, actually. Uh, all things considering. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything... It wouldn't... It would look out of place, I guess, if it came out now brand new. Mm -hmm. And when they did Resurgence, it there was at times it did lag and it did lack that sort of finish, even though aesthetically it was quite, it was okay. But it was, um, yeah, I, I think the actual, the crux of the film was, was yeah, I think it's, it has aged all right, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of the fire effects were still very strong and and it's quite menacing, isn't it? Because it's a, it's like a wall of fire, basically. Like when they were attacking, uh, oh God, where were they? In, were they was, was it in LA? America. Or maybe it was Washington. When they were attacking America. <laughs> the um, only like country it, that it was matters. Just, it, was just, it was just like this unstoppable wall of flame, just like just completely destroying the streets. So that felt quite menacing. And some of the time, especially nearer the beginning of the film, there was a lot of um, less is more with the mm. spaceship. So especially at the beginning where they're just using a combination of shadows and then the reaction of people's faces who are seeing it, they use that to try and convey meaning and to try and sort of get across the horror of the situation. And then as it goes on a little bit, you'd get these sort of point of view shots of people on the ground. So they'd be looking up and it's like they'd be looking in between two buildings. So you're only getting a about a couple of inches of spaceship there 
but like because it's between these two buildings, it just feels enormous. Then as it goes on, I think Josh, like you said, the more spaceship you get, sometimes the weaker it becomes. I think the more that the CGI dominates the screen, the maybe more noticeable it is of of how it's aged. Uh, but for the most part, I thought it was really good, and I didn't think any of it was cheesy. Like some of me was expecting it to be a bit deep blue CS-esque <laughs> and, and maybe be like that level of bad, but it just wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So true, yeah. Um, I think the um, I always remembered the 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 the, the little alien in in the bodysuit. I used mm-hmm. to think that I looked a bit mm, at the time, yeah. and I remember getting the the toy um, when I remember getting it for like my birthday or Christmas, and I used to think it doesn't look anything like it or anything like it. Just it just seemed a bit naff. But mm-hmm. I guess like you know you start to realize it's not really that important. But I do feel that was probably my only slight. Um, it's the only thing I can really say was if if I was in charge of you know that's the only thing I'd change. But uh, maybe just something a bit more. I don't want to say realistic because obviously that would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> just something a bit more, a bit more creative. Really, I think I think that's where I would go with it. Okay, so we'll move on then to talking about things that we might change or that we didn't like about the film. We've already alluded to it a little bit there, Harris. Is there anything else that you would particularly change or are you just saying, nah, it's a good fun ride and that's that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the focus is obviously, you know, it's it's how America uh, pretty much saved, you know, the world. <laughs> really. <laughs> so I think it would have been nice to have a bit more of it. I know it showed a little bit where, you know, to go to... Um, uh, they go to the, the the Middle East and then they go. To no, we'll come. We'll come back to that. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we will, don't. I got. I got something to no. say about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll leave that um, yeah. I. I. I think. Uh, like Alice said before, I thought the character development was really good to to get mm. all two and a half hours. There, there is a lot of films that came after this that tried to do the everyone you know multiple characters in multiple places interweaving them and it fell flat. Whereas the and even by the same director, if you watch that the day after tomorrow, the effects are the effects are quite good, and it's another film that was sort of an event film. But there's even bits in that where it's like there's characters that they don't do enough to make you care about. There's emotional beats that don't land because you don't care about those characters. They don't interweave them properly. It's the same with like there's another film. It might even be the same director again, 2012, which is the it's the same thing. It's like it's a little bit bloated. It's a little bit. Or look at the effects, but nothing else. Whereas I think I think what they did with this that was really good is they they either, they must have started with the idea, but then they then they focus on the characters, and then everything else is built up from there. Whereas other stuff, you get the impression they've gone um, idea, what historical thing can we blow up, and how good can we make it look, and then that's the end of it. Whereas I think this is okay. But anyway, is there anything else you change, Harris, apart from the America bit? Yeah, um, not so much. I don't think so. I think. Um... They had a few, I mean, this is just coming from a sort of musical point of view. Uh, they, they, I know R.E.M. Uh, are, um, it's the end of the world. That was the kind mm. of song that went with it. And they had uh, that, oh, I forgot that blues track that's in it, um, mm. where Russell comes back from uh, uh, spraying the wrong crop. Um, and uh, I forgot where it is. I think that some more sort of those things, a bit more of a soundtrack, but then that's just, that again, that's a bit of a subjective thing, just purely. Yeah, my, my, my biggest issue with that is the opening song wasn't meant to be R.E.M. It was supposed to be Tears for Fears. Yeah. Because yes, it's in the trailer, yeah. and yeah. I think that's a much better choice. No, I, I, I absolutely... I, I, I um, know, you know, R.E.M. was a 
obviously it's you know it it, it it's it's very uh it makes total sense but uh i think i think something like that would have been quite nice i think there's some appropriate uh, songs that would have been quite you know diegetically put in there and it, it yeah. would have actually been quite appropriate but that that's just you know it's nitpicking really so mm. it's... yeah oh we like nitpicking though we oh do. yes why would he alice pick some nits what did you do <laughs> you're once yeah you got an infestation again josh i'm yeah. totally sorry like, <laughs> um... listen i won't wash my hair so don't try and make me <laughs> no go on what did you like what would you change about it uh, i feel, i do feel like a bit of the uh representation of people who live in countries that weren't oh. america and, and <laughs> some of the locations and stuff. let's 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 just let's count them down so well, we've got was... Go on. <laughs> Sorry, to, I just I've got to say Go on. the bit. It's a message from the Americans. That <laughs> bit. Oh fucking hell! Like that. They're in the. They're literally. I'm pretty sure they're they're like sipping tea. They're they're one thing away from like playing polo. Mm. Then it cuts to a castle on a rainy mountain top, mm. and there's some Russians drinking vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. and then there's other countries as well. And then at the end, when they brought the ships down, they go to other countries and they go to Egypt, and they go to Africa, and it's like a, it's like an African tribe, mm. and it's like I know, I know there are African tribes in Africa, but it's like there are also that's not all Africa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like such a like. I suppose it's just stereotypes, isn't it? No, no. I, I, I used to. Me and my brother used to. We used to laugh about that, and we used to think, well, why, why is it just like shoehorn these like? <laughs> these yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It's like, it, wasn't get it? them in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know uh, that represents that continent. So uh, let's just go for that <laughs> one, and then we get that one, and then there's that one, and then you know it, it's just it was a little bit as I say mentioned before the 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 the, um, the light motifs were for each music when they're in um when they're showing the british and they go to the russian i thought that was always really interesting i always thought that transition was quite i kind of liked it but it's uh you know just purely because they kept the sort of you know the 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 uh the the phrase there in the music mm. just changed the change and over again i always thought that was quite nice to do but it's um yeah, it's just horribly, you know. It's just stereotyped. It just, stereotyped, just feels isn't a it? bit, feels a bit lazy. Feels a bit thoughtless. Yeah. I feel like oh, you could it's have literally put... car, like cartoon characters. Yeah, that could have been a bit better, I think. Well, I, I was just going to say, I think that uh, it's one of those things with the independence. I, I felt like you know, eighty percent of it was quite like serious and quite like mm. no, it's going to be, you know, we're going to be, it's going to be quite gritty. It's going to have all these things, you know, it's, like you say, character, and then you. But twenty percent was like, oh, just put, put a joke in there, you know, mm. just lighten them and something like that. And I think at the time, it, it, some of those things just, you know, probably haven't aged as well now. And it's, mm. it's, it's maybe, yeah, it, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, um, it's, it's definitely they've gone for that entertaining value, but like, you know, on on the sort of comedic side a little bit, and then more on the sort of action side. And I think that was always quite an interesting thing. <laughs> I mm. guess it I guess it just comes down to how does how does America view the rest of the world? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit like that. Um, what what else, Alice? What else? Uh literally just one other thing. So after we see the first kind of, you know, explosives and lasers and attacks or whatever it is they're doing that that sort of burn down these streets and these whole cities, it's when Jasmine so when Jasmine is sort of running away with her kid and their dog and she, you know, manages to get to get underneath or she gets into like a, a 
a secret section of like the underground tunnel or whatever it is. Anyway, she survives. When she crawls out the next day, there's like two palm trees just standing absolutely perfectly. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a second. So whatever they've just spit out is hot enough to literally melt concrete. Like the whole city has been flattened <laughs> and there was just two palm trees there stood completely like untouched. And I was like, nah. <laughs> what what are they made that. out of then? I'm yeah, not make, having it. <laughs> make 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 planes out of palm trees. Because like, if, they like, if they're indestructible, then off you go. Well, I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it look apocalyptic, right? Yeah. So it's like just these two trees left. All these buildings have been flat, and there's all this rubble, dead people everywhere, and there's just these two palm trees. So I get it. And then the next scene that sort of commences is very apocalyptic. You know, it's making fires out of rubble, and the first lady is, you know, sort of bleeding to death on the side of the road sort of thing where we getting food where we getting water it's all dusty and fire and dark and all this so it, it fits with that with that I guess with that vision that they're trying to create it's like this has yeah. literally been and because you've got a countdown as well so it starts on July the 2nd it ends on July the 4th here is how far humanity can fall in the space of a day or two like it's such a huge drop from where we were to now what we are just like trying to survive in the rubble sort of thing so that's all fine but nah, your palm trees would not still be standing. Don't believe do you think, it for a um, second. Do you, do you, uh, they must have been looking at it, and I bet some producer somewhere's gone. We've got to show it's LA, though. Yeah. How, nah. how are we going to show? How are we going to show it's LA? Mm-hmm. Well, all the all the buildings are destroyed. So what else do people think of palm oh, trees? What? Rollerblading? Well, yeah. we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it was that. But yeah. Um, that was it. You know, I couldn't really come up with much else that I didn't like. Overall, I thought it was a hit. And I, I liked it more now than I think I did when I was a kid, which is interesting. What about you, Josh? Anything else? Anything else you would change or didn't like? Obviously, we've already touched on the stereotypes mm. thing. And and it's not even that I necessarily changed that. It's just if the film was aged badly, that is how. Yeah. Because sure. it's it's, you know, the representation, the stereotypes are there. But I'm not, you know, it's Independence Day, like we've already said. It's spectacle, it's an event film. However, mm. I thought I'd try and make a note of some of the convenient things that happen in the film. Oh, yes, that, always that fun. That you think, uh, why has that happened? So, mm. so for example, would the president be allowed to fly a suicide mission into the uh, aliens? Like, even if they're Hard confidently win? Yeah, Probably Hard not, because say. then, because they, they, I mean, I know he, ultimately he's, the, he's in charge, but mm. surely someone would go, nah, because there's no vice president, they've been wiped out, so we sort of, mm. do we need a leader? Um, mm. How does Jeff Goldblum find a bottle of whiskey in Area 51? Mm. Oh, yeah, because at one he's point pissed, he's drinking, he? he's yeah. pissed. Then, then he figures out how to beat the aliens where no one else would because his dad says one thing about catching a cold. I don't and he's want you a, to catch a cold. And he's yeah. had a bottle of whiskey. I've never. I mean, I don't drink whiskey, but I've never had the Eureka. I could, I, I could save the world. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, how is there a full war room at Area Fifty One? It's supposed to be a science base. Um, how how does Will Smith find his girlfriend? Yeah, how does he like? Know where to exactly. Oh, yeah, she just lands. Are they just on a rescue? It's just there. They're just randomly on a rescue. Because he loves her, Josh. That's why. Because he loves her. There are a full full team of doctors in Area 51. Yeah. Who treat the president's wife and are like, she's losing too much blood. Wherever you come from. Like, it's supposed to be a top secret base. Yeah, yeah. Um, That was, oh, and how, and then the, the other one as well is how does Jeff Goldblum upload a virus without the internet? 
<laughs> like, is he know. using? Is he? Is this is like when Nelly is, and Kelly are using an Excel spreadsheet to text each other? Oh my god! Like, yeah. <laughs> like, where, like, is he? Is he hotspot? Is he hotspotting his phone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how is he doing it? Because at mm. one point it's like host accepted. It's like, but it's in English. <laughs> yeah. like, what, like, what's going on? But. Yeah. The thing is, is any massive film, any big blockbuster, you could sit there for days and pick stuff out like that, mm-hmm. you know, and there are plenty of YouTube channels and other podcasts that do that much more than we do. But I just thought I am i couldn't find anything that I liked because I have a lot of affection for this film. And I thought I'm just going to point stuff out then. Okay, so we'll move on then to talking about the critical reception. Now, obviously, Harris, you, Harris, you and the guys who picked this because you just want to talk about it, but let's have a look anyway and see how we think it did. Uh, Alice, how do, you, how do you think? How do you think Independence Day did? So it has got a bit of a legacy. I feel like it mm. is one that most people know the name of. Probably isn't underseen. Um, I would, I would probably give it probably comfortably like a high seven, like a mm. mid to high seven. Mm. I wonder if it maybe. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it would creep up to the eights. I wonder if that would be a bit too generous. I'll probably say that it got a 7.7 7 or a 77 on Rotten Tomatoes. So around That's there, what late, late sevens. Ha- ha- Harris, yeah. would you agree? Would you agree? Would you go higher? I think so. I think it's definitely got its flaws, but I, you know, fundamentally it is, it, it, you know, the, the, even though it's a quite a strong script, it was uh, the plot and everything was was very daft and that. So I, I I agree. I think I think that's a fair um, score to give it. Yeah, and it's one of those films as well, isn't it? Where it's it's not it's you know let's be honest, it's there to make a shitload of money. It's yeah. not it's not and there it's to win Oscars. Well, it's not gonna win Oscars because it is very like it's a B movie concept. Yeah, but done really really well. Yeah, so it's 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 like you say it's a B movie with money. Yeah, yeah. So that's the let's. Let's have a look. So, on IMDb at the time of recording, it gets from a whopping almost over half a million votes. Wow. It gets 7 out of 10. Oh. From an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of over 250,000, it gets 75%. Okay. And from 77 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, it gets 68%. Ooh. I'm going. I'm going critically underrated. Chris, do you think, I think possibly critically underrated. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised at that. The audience, the audience score is probably accurate to what about, I would about um, right in it. Yeah, to what I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is a little bit underrated, actually. That's I didn't crazy, think it would it? be. I didn't think it would be. No, me neither. Okay, so there we go. Another one for the underrated vault. Quite a surprise. I, think, I am surprised well. by that. That's yeah, the biggest surprise, surprise we've had. I think. Um, it's up there. It is. It's up there with with zero percent for Kevin and Perry. Oh yeah. <laughs> which, which, I know zero percent. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. So, Harris, you and the guys, you've got. Uh, I believe you've, you've got an EP coming out. So, tell us a little bit about where, where what we can look out for, what it is, where can people can find you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Cool. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so we're doing a self titled EP. Uh, it comes out on the thirtieth of March. Uh, we've actually released one of the singles already, Vagabond. Um, so on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, all all the classics, uh, <laughs> all the class, all the usual places. Basically. All the usual. Yeah. Yeah. MP3 on mini discs. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah. and where can people look out for your social medias? Is it is it just at three from above? 
Yes. Uh, so if you go, uh, yeah, you can type it into Facebook or um, you can go into Instagram, it's just three from above, um, not the letter three. Uh, yeah, we're all on there. Uh, we've also got a vinyl coming out as well, which is really cool. Ooh. Just a four track vinyl, which is uh, which is our very first one, which is uh, wow. I'm excited about. Uh, so we've got a few copies on there. So it's all linked into uh, Bandcamp and uh we will be, um, yeah, having more stuff. And uh, as I say, we've got a video out uh, on uh, for Vagabond, which is on YouTube. It's directed by, uh, sorry, directed. It was uh, edited by this um, absolutely talented fella down in London uh, called Tim Stevens. Uh, he's really, really done a great job of it. So please check it out. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we will make sure we part links to... Uh to everything when this episode comes out so some of the stuff will already be out when this comes out but we'll make sure we put links so do check it out because i've, I've listened to it and it's uh, it's some pretty good stuff so yeah check it out and the guys are um, they're all lovely guys so go and give them a listen you won't <laughs> well, there you it. go so, there yeah. you go you get yeah. five out of five from just you get the, you get the stamp of <laughs> approval from us <laughs> um so yeah thank you very much for joining us harris thank yes you thank you so much thank you thanks Uh, so there we go uh, three from above there make sure you check out all the stuff and as we said we'll put links out when the episode is out we will be back next week with another underrated or underseen film in the meantime if you'd like to get in touch with us it's films on that pod at gmail.com we're on all the social medias Facebook TikTok Instagram Twitter etc um, just search for just films on that or films on that pod and we will come up um, we're on your telly boxes as well we are we are also on the television so if you live in Birmingham Bristol Liverpool Leeds or the northeast of England, you can find us on Channel 7 on Freeview. Or if you live in North Wales or South Wales, you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview. We're also on Channel 195 on Sky. That is the local TV network and we're on every Friday from 6pm and sometimes Mondays as well, you lucky dogs. Yes, there you go. You cannot avoid us, much like the film <laughs> Independence Day in 1996. <laughs> yes, very good, very good. Um, so, yes, all that remains to be said then is, in that case, is thanks very much for listening to this episode. And Alice Oliver, it's been a pleasure as always. Oh, it has, hasn't it? I've had a blast. Thank you, Josh. And it's goodbye from me. Cheerio. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 